Hello everyone and welcome to another edition of Is It Worth It? I'm kind of a offshoot of the Retro RPG podcast. Uh, I talk about video games as well, but instead of solely talking about RPGs, I talk about games that are rare and valuable, typically both, sometimes one or the other. Hi, my name is Blaine J, and today I'm going to be talking about Michael Jackson's Moonwalker for the Sega Mega Drive slash Genesis. Now there are two versions of this game. One came out on the Genesis and one was an arcade port. I'm not real familiar with the arcade port. I do remember playing it when I was a kid and really, really liking it. I know it's an isometric view as opposed to the Genesis, which is more of a side-scroller. Now, unless you're completely retarded, uh, you probably know who Michael Jackson is, although you may know his brothers a little better. He was kind of overshadowed by Jermaine and Tito and I can't believe you never heard of me. I'm a very popular entertainer. And no, I'm kidding, of course. He was huge. Of course, he started with the Jackson 5 back in the 60s Motown days, a little bit before yours truly, but even so, I know of it, as should you. And when he grew up, he, he released Off the Wall, which was a fairly major hit, and then, of course, Thriller. And Thriller was just a cultural phenomenon. I think it sold something like 45 million copies worldwide, which is just completely ridiculous. Now, this game isn't based off Thriller, at least not in its entirety. That would be really cool. Thriller had these uh, themes of werewolves and zombies and uh, just really neat stuff, which does admittedly appear in the game in one of the levels, but not overall. This game is based off of the movie Moonwalker, and I use the term movie loosely. I hadn't seen it since I was a kid. When I was little, I remember thinking it was kind of weird, but liking it because, hey, Michael Jackson. The guy was awesome. He pretty much was a hero to anyone within that is now within their 30s. I mean, when we were kids, th this guy was basically a god to us. I, I don't know how else to describe it to those of you that didn't grow up during the 80s, but Michael Jackson was so far bigger than any one artist for his time, it was, it, it's just almost unthinkable. Um, of course, later on in life, you know, it's people with a dirty mind that think like that. <laughs> I mean, it, it, we'll touch on that. It's blatantly obvious to anyone, I would think, um, at this point that he obviously had some strange uh, sexual appetites um, it, it really I don't like to think about it because as I said you know as a kid this guy was my hero when you go back and you watch virtually anything regarding Michael Jackson he always had a proclivity towards children which when you rewatch now just takes on this really creepy vibe and this game is um certainly also kind of subject to that and the movie Moonwalker. He, he's with kids throughout virtually the whole film. Uh, again, I call it film loosely because really it's a series of him tooting his own horn about how badass he is. Music videos, um, I believe Leave Me Alone appears in there. Of course, Smooth Criminal. And then just a really bad movie with one half of the Wet Bandits and Joe Pesci. You did it again, didn't you? You left the water running, didn't you? What's wrong with you? Why do you do that? I told you not to do it. Harry, it's our calling card. Calling card. All the great ones leave their mark. We're the wet bandits. You're sick. You know that? You're really sick. 
plays the uh, the bad guy in the movie. And I don't, I, I didn't watch the whole thing. I I just was like, okay, I can't I can't get in this. I wanted to watch it to kind of have an under better understanding of. Uh, of the game, but I quickly realized that they based the game off of as little as the movie as they could, and more off of Michael Jackson as a whole. You start off on the game um, in your smooth criminal outfit, you know, you, as Michael, um, all decked out in white with a uh, powder blue shirt. Uh, the the uh, pants are, you know, just below the calf. They're high waters, I guess you'd call them, with his little penny loafers that he was kind of famous for, and wearing a fedora and a tie. And uh, he flips a, a quarter, and it flies through the air and goes into the jukebox and immediately starts playing Smooth Criminal. Uh, granted, it's MIDI music, but it is, it's really good. Um, smooth Criminal, you know, I don't care what you say, that is one of the best pop songs ever written. And uh, getting to play a game, MIDI or not, with that music playing in the background is awesome. Now Michael has a few moves at his disposal. Um, you start the game, he has a full bar of magic. Now while he has a full bar of magic, he can kind of throw this punch. It's more like, you know that move Michael does where he puts like one hand behind his head and he flicks his hand out as though he's, you know, throwing something on the ground. That's what he does, and when he flicks his fingers out like that, uh, like little pixie dust comes out maybe a couple of inches from Michael, and if that hits an enemy, it hurts them. He also does the famous Michael Jackson kick, where he kind of, you know, kicks his foot up with his, his knee bent and just kind of barely flips his knee. If you've ever watched a Michael Jackson video, you know the kick I'm talking about. Again, a little bit of magic will come out. You can duck and do the, uh, the punch, I guess. I you can call it a punch, not really. More like a side slap. I don't, I don't know what the hell it is. But again, some magic will come out. You can uh, press up and the attack button, and I believe he'll throw magic up, or maybe he just does a silly pose. I know that if you just press up by itself, he'll grab his crotch, and that's a move, I guess. It serves no purpose in the game. Um, you can just continue holding up, and he will just stand there grabbing his crotch indefinitely. He does make a little, oh, kind of noise when you do that. Creepy. Um, and you can uh, moonwalk. If you, if you hit the attack button and then walk backwards, he'll moonwalk. Again, it serves no function in the game, but you will find yourself doing this over and over and over just because it looks so badass. I mean, the moonwalk's cool, right? And uh, you can also hold, I believe, the C button down, and Michael starts spinning. And depending on when you let go, he'll either throw his hat in an arc, and it, it'll hit a bunch of enemies in front of him, and they'll take pretty massive damage. Or if you just continuously hold it, um, the magic meter will keep going down, going down, going down, and then at a critical point or whatever, um, about halfway down your magic gauge, he'll... Uh, make everyone on screen dance with him and they all do a short dance number and each stage has um, a different Michael Jackson song that it'll play for that and they'll do a different dance on each stage as well which is kind of cool. Stage one, um, I think it plays, what is it? I can't uh, that song. <laughs> beat it? Yeah, beat it. And they'll all do a little dance and um, 
you, you usually save this for the end of the level. Because when you're going through the level, what you're trying to do is you're running around and there's these gangsters trying to stop you. Uh, level one occurs in the pool hall from the Smooth Criminal video. And you walk around and um, these guys are trying to stop you. You throw magic at them to kill them, I guess. And you open up everything. You'll see doors, you'll see windows. Um, later on in the game, even like bushes and trees and rocks and whatever. And you can press up in these places and instead of doing the crotch grab, Michael open up the door, window, move aside the rock, whatever. And sometimes there'll be a bomb, sometimes there'll be an enemy, sometimes there'll be a little kid. Yeah. And you find this little androgynous kid, I can't really tell whether or not he's a little boy or a little girl, and he'll say, Michael! And then fly away on pixie dust and give you a little bit of your magic back. Yeah. Once you find all the children on a level, Bubbles comes out of nowhere and jumps on your neck and he'll point in the direction you need to go to fight the boss battle. Okay. Fine. So now Bubbles leads you to wherever it is you need to go and at the end of each level you'll be attacked by just countless guys and Joe Pesci will be standing there and God what does he say something like you'll never catch me I don't know it's pretty weak and if you uh, if you touch him he'll uh, he'll just hurt you badly you can't actually damage him but you can kill all his little cronies and that's more often than not what you need to do is you need to save your magic um, until the, this battle and then you kind of just hold it down you virtually kill everyone on the screen and then you can uh, clean up the last few that might appear after your magic attack with uh, punches and kicks because if you do run low on magic uh, Michael quit throwing magic pixie dust and in lieu of that he's just uh, slapping guys around so whatever it's it's weird um, after you beat the first boss you go to the second level um, I think they play beat it on that level I actually read on Wikipedia that there are different versions of the game and the only difference being um, the music that on one of them, the more coveted one, that Thriller appears in one of the levels and then in later incarnations because of some kind of copyright infringement it was replaced with uh, something else. So. I don't have the copy, unfortunately, that plays Thriller, um, at least I don't think, because I would think they would play Thriller on the third level, which is like the Thriller-themed level, but you don't, you don't hear it, uh, oh well. But the second level is kind of like, it's a parking garage area, and you find kids in the trunks of cars. You can also uh, go underground in the sewers if you do a special, your special spin move. Uh, for a second on top of a sewer grate, which there's nothing in the game that kind of lets you know that that's what you're supposed to do, but that's what you're supposed to do to progress. Much the same, you get to the end, instead of um, goons in uh, ties and suits, it's a bunch of dogs, which I guess there was a point in the movie where the children are being chased by dogs. I didn't catch that part in my short speed watch. You know, I watched some clips of it and stuff. I tried to get into it. I just, I could not watch that movie, guys. It's, it's a complete waste of time. This game, however, is a lot better than the movie. Um, anyway, you fight dogs. You can make them dance, which is kind of cute. They get on their hind legs and, and they dance with Michael. 
it's nifty. And then the third level is um, as far as I was able to get, because this game is pretty tough. And um, I, I, uh, as I said, it's it's themed after the uh, uh, thriller video. So you got a lot of zombies coming at you and stuff. And um, th the end of this, you're just attacked by almost endless zombies. Now I think this game is only four levels long, so apparently I, I almost beat it. Uh, oh, no pun intended. But um, I didn't. I just I couldn't get that that into it. This is a title that I bust out sometimes when uh, friends will come over and they, you know, if the Genesis is hooked up and they want to see something unique, this is what I play. Um, this was an early title for the Genesis because I remember the Genesis came out in I think 88 so I, that put me at 8 years old and I remember I moved from I used to live in Georgia and I moved from Georgia when I was um, 10 I just turned 10 and I played this game before I left Georgia so this must be one of the first few titles for the Genesis and surprisingly graphically it looks really good all the sprites are big and they're animated well Michael's moonwalk and his moves and stuff are easily recognizable um, the music is superb the actual gameplay is pretty decent this isn't a bad game I mean it's it's got some shitty jumps that have no real consequences because you, unlike other platformers, you know, there are no holes that you can fall in, at least that I found, where you just die instantly. Um, oh, my gosh, I forgot about one of the most weird things about this game. Occasionally, you will see a shooting star. And it, I, I, I read that it, it comes at uh, certain points in the game, and only at those points. Uh, I don't know, I've seen it, like, of the countless times I've played the game I've only seen it twice but you see this shooting star and it goes across the screen and if you manage to jump Michael into the shooting star you transform into a giant robot which actually happened in the fucking Moonwalker film and as the giant robot you're able to you're not able to save children but you can shoot missiles and lasers and are pretty much invulnerable so kind of cool. I actually have never done this. I've only watched YouTube videos of it. I, uh, I've seen the shooting star, but I've never managed to grab the damn thing. So, there's that. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot else to say about the game. There's plenty to say about Michael Jackson and, and what a creep show he turned out to be. Um, even so, when he passed on, you know, and I had long since not been a, uh, fanboy of his per se you know I didn't listen to a lot of his later stuff or whatever um, I still was shocked by it and I had more texts from friends of my age saying oh my god did you hear about Michael than I did about virtually except maybe Robin Williams virtually anyone else that has passed within the past 10 years it just created such a stir because he was that big even with all the crap that he did um, allegedly, I'm, I'm pretty sure it wasn't allegedly, but at this point, but anyway, um, with all the weird shit he did with adopting white kids and trying to turn himself white and the countless plastic surgeries and, and just the overall weird nature of this guy, he was still such a performer and just an incredible, unmovable force of 
of uh, talent. It was unreal. And yeah, I mean, you can say that he stole a lot of his da dance moves from um, Bob Fosse and people before him, and that's true, but he was the first one that put them in the forefront with catchy pop music beats and, and uh, thematic videos. He was really the first one to make videos that that told the story. It wasn't just like a band in, you know, a garage someplace with a shitty camera where you could see the boom mic in the frame and, you know, the whole thing cost a thousand bucks. No, I mean, he really had huge, huge production values on everything that he did and it showed. Um, hopefully, uh, I'll end this episode with uh, some Michael Jackson music. Um, in fact, uh, just to touch on, you know, he had a relationship with Sega, obviously, and later on, little known fact, he worked on the music for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Now, depending on who you talk to, some people say that he, uh, that he actually did finish a couple of songs for Sonic the Hedgehog 3, and others, including the people from Michael's camp, say that no, he bowed out before anything was actually written. But, there are a few tracks on Sonic the Hedgehog 3 where if you play them with songs he released at a later date, they sync up perfectly. And hopefully I'll find at least one of those and play at the end of this video. Now, let's get to the crux of what the show is. Is this game worth owning? Well, if you own a Genesis, do yourself a favor and buy this. Now, it used to be, before his death, this wasn't a valuable game. In fact, you could get a copy for five, six dollars. Immediately after he died, things shot up to 60, 70 bucks. Um, you can pick up copies now for 40 to 50 dollars loose. It's gonna cost you a lot more if you want that packaging, and it's worth it um, if you're a collector. It looks a lot better on the shelf. You know, the Genesis had those nice clam uh, hard shell cases as opposed to everything else that came out from that era that was that shitty cardboard. And as such, they hold up a lot better. They're just better for uh, storage in general than, uh, than you know, the Nintendo or anyone else was doing at the time. I think this game is worth it, guys. Um, I don't know that it's a download anywhere else. Of course, you can, you can steal it. You can pirate this and uh, put it on virtually any, you know, computer or a, a modded uh, console pretty easily. But as, if you're a collector of any kind, this is one you want to have in your collection. It, you know, if it was over $100, I'd say no. But uh, this is a good game. Uh, you will enjoy it. It's fun to uh, play with your friends. Unfortunately, it's not two-player. There is only one Michael Jackson, after all. Um, it's a weird game, but it's fun as hell. Uh, I guess that's all I really have to say about the matter. Um, sorry about this one being kind of a short one. Uh, I'm still working on Panzer Dragoon Saga. Those of you that listen that have children and jobs where you work 60, 70 hours a week, as I do, can maybe empathize with me in that it's very hard to find time to do a podcast sometimes and this month was was really busy for me uh, so I didn't have time to really play Panzer Dragon Saga as much as I wanted let alone try and record a whole podcast about it uh, I'm still at disc uh, 2 I haven't moved much since uh, the last podcast unfortunately it is still a great game hopefully it will come quickly in the future uh, if not you know, we'll get there eventually, guys. Yeah, I will talk about that game. Um, you can find me on Facebook at the Retro Kids 1000. 
you can find me on YouTube under Da Retro Generation. Now, it's got a wonky spelling. I think it's D-A Retro, like Da Retro, one word, and then Generation with a J. The reason I did that is because YouTube doesn't allow you to uh, make a site now without your real name. They want you to use your real name. And I really didn't want to do that. So I made up a, a name that sounded uh, maybe a little ethnic, Rastafarian or something. And they accepted it. And it was close enough to, uh, to what I was going for. Because I wanted to do videos about retro gaming and Magic the Gathering and stuff. So there you go. The Retro Generation. You can find me there. You can find me on Twitter at RetroKel. Same as in the forums. RetroKel. That's... Retro, spelled retro, like in the retro podcast, RPG podcast, and then space Kel, K-H-E-L. And you can email me at Simon Belmont, S-I-M-E-N Belmont, B-E-L-M-O-N-T, at Outlook.com. Um, I look forward to anyone talking and following and whatever else. Drop me a line. Tell me if there's a game you want me to play or don't want me to play. Uh, just let me know how I'm doing in general. Anyway, uh, thanks again, everyone. Derek and Don, everyone that's bothering to listen to this thing. You're all great. We'll see you next time. Do that it doesn't seem to matter.